Hello everyone, I am Gavin, and this is Gavin the Book God and his book show, and today we're going to be on episode 3 of The Sniper by James Rordian, and today we have another special guest, Miss Cindy. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. And today we're just going to have a quick little Q&A about the book, The Sniper. So let's just hop right into it. Okay, I've been thinking about some questions I would love to ask you about The Sniper. Um, One of the main ones on my mind was, what other books did this book, The Sniper, remind you of? Well, that is a great question to be starting out with because... um, About last year, around this time, I was actually reading another type of war book called The Things They Carried by Tim O'Brien, and it's pretty relatable um, through the war concept about PTSD and all the things that are changing around wartime, but this one is based in the Vietnam War, not so much the, the World War II in Russia. So it has a little things that vary, but not much things that vary. So yes, that was a great question to start out with. Um, You know, we talked a lot about the characters in the other two podcasts, and we talked about what you were enjoying or liking about those characters, but we really didn't talk about the characters in this story that you didn't like. So what character did you like the least? Well, I mean, I can't dislike anyone on the protagonist team. So I would have to go with the German soldiers pretty much because they were just bad all throughout the book. And they really just like hurt people all the time. And that's that's not cool. So the people I didn't like the most in the book or I liked the least were the German soldiers. I could agree with you on that because it seemed like when we looked at that whole story, those German soldiers didn't care if they were killing kids, women, people's fathers, mothers, family. Don't you agree? Yes, I I agree fully with that. It was just like um, cold-blooded killing. Very, very. And another one, I just wondered, after you talked about James Rorden, would you read another book by him? Why or why not? Um, well, diving into that question, I think I would read another book by him just because of the way he wrote The Sniper. It really kept me interested the whole time. It was a pretty short and easy read. Didn't take me years to finish. It was Overall, a very great book kept me kept kept going like in chronological order, and I really liked that. I'm not really too great with like flashbacks in the middle of a book because sometimes it just gets hard and confusing to read. Luckily, he kept it all in chronological order, kept me interested, kept the action going. Like every time you would think there would be a slight stop in the action where she was just gonna make it home free, there was always another trouble in her path. So that's definitely sounds like you enjoyed this author and you liked his writing style. Yes, I enjoyed his writing style so much. So you would like to have another um, book by this author. 
Um, another question I was thinking, if you got a chance to ask James Rorden, the author of this book, one question, do you know what it would be? I would ask him like, why he wrote it. I would ask him the appeal to writing this, like what inspired him so much to tell these people's stories? Like, why did he want to, to let everyone know what the, this girl was talking about, what this girl was feeling throughout the war and different things like about the war? Why just in Russia, not like the whole World War II? Why did he focus on one focal point of it being Russia and then focus even more on just not Russia, but Stalingrad? And the snipers. Why do you think he really uh, focused in on the sniper? What was the interest to him in that story? Yeah, that would be very cool to learn about. Just why he was so interested into the whole Russian plot of things. Okay. Um, if you could meet a character in this book and have an interview, talk with them, have a small podcast, what character would you choose to meet? I would choose Ivan, the leader of the sniper group, the one that trained them all, because he was actually a real person and he was one of the most deadly snipers in Russia or was said to be one of the deadliest snipers in Russia. So it would be cool to like talk to him and like t what he did, like how was he so sneaky to be able to kill all these enemy soldiers like without even being detected going so far under the radar and like just hidden by night or hidden by day such great strategy i would like to hear what his mindset was while he was doing all of this and all his training that he had to go through to get to that point um you know this book took place in a couple of different places but um if you were thinking of visiting or having a short trip where would you like to visit that was part of this book? Um, I think I would definitely go visit Stalingrad just because it it sounds like such a beautiful modern day place now, but I'd really like to see how he was describing it all being torn down, broken buildings, buildings just falling over, toppling over as we spoke, the bombs of the German plane just exploding all over the road all over it. I would love to see how they've modernized it from stone buildings that were crashing down to a beautiful place. And I would love to see the Volga River while I was there and like see how it turned from an icy death bay for, of where a bunch of soldiers died trying to cross it into just a normal river that people probably visit every day and one of the largest in Europe. I agree. I think that it would be so um, intriguing to take a look at how all these buildings have been rebuilt, how maybe even there's tours through tunnels that they've looked at and they talked about in the story. Um, anything else you can think of that would be really cool to see? Maybe just like the oil refineries that they were trying to protect with their life because those might must have been something like renowned that everyone wanted to see because if they were that big that German soldiers wanted to blow them up they must have been great and looking at the museums and all the history that they would probably provide to you getting able to be part of that and look into that history I just think I agree with you Sandra. yeah I bet they still have some buildings standing up yeah. or not standing but down to the ground where it actually they've took rebuilt. place. And they've rebuilt. Yeah. I agree with that. 
So, you know, thinking about the book and, and, um, the author and, um, why do you think he wrote this book? What was his purpose? What did he want his, um, readers to gain from this? Was he just trying to be shocking? Was he, what do you think he was trying to do? Was he trying to hit home with, with us? What do you feel like he was trying to do? What's think, his purpose? I think he was really trying to inform us mostly. Just like trying to inform us on what was actually happening in Russia. How everyone was having to fight the war. How everyone was having to do everything in their power just to survive at that point. And like he wants us to be shell-shocked by. Russia was actually using every single last person they had in their army to try to move out the Germans. A lot of parts of the book talk about how people you thought were doing one thing were actually working to do another thing. Yeah, a lot of spies in that book. Yeah, it seems like uh, I agree with you about the purpose. That is a really uh, intriguing part of the book. Um, another question, if you could hear the same story from another person's viewpoint or another character in the story's viewpoint, what character or person would you choose to write the story from and why? Um, I would choose the dad of Tiana because he was actually moved out of his family first. So he was the first one to go. He was the first one to know about the the war. He was the first one to be on the front lines. He was actually like the leader of one of the armies. I just want to know like how he felt about all of this. Like if he was ever worried that his little daughter was actually going to have to go fight in the war and worried about his wife going to make it somewhere and her brother and sister going somewhere and like just trying to save them like I bet he was out there on the front lines thinking about man I really got to save my family every time he he went out there I agree with you I think the dad's point of view would be an awesome point of view to hear the story from and how worried as a grown man with all these family responsibilities would you be to be taken away and then put somewhere else while your family is somewhere totally different from you. Um, another thing when I was looking at the front cover and all of the way the author chose to portray the front cover, um, if you could actually illustrate this book, what type of illustrations would you include and what artist would you think would be a good, um, fit for this book i think an amazing artist would actually be paul nash because he is really set in surrealism and as much imagery as all these scenes included that all these scenes included that surrealism would really like bring it to life like if you were put it into real life like a real life painting surrealism would like perfectly illustrate this whole book because they use so many small details in the book that it would be so easy to draw a picture from it so i feel like with all the small details and with paul nash's great surrealism and you mix those together you could make an absolute amazing piece of art with the 
with what you read in this book. I was also um, going through this book on my own a little bit, and I was just wondering, I know what scene stuck with me the most, but I'm wondering what scene stuck with you the most. I would say the scene that stuck with me the most was actually whenever the she saw all the men on the Volga River getting stuck and like blown up. And can you just elaborate a little bit more about that? I say this would be the most sticking scene to me because she she realized that this is actually war at that point and people were dying out there. And I feel like this was her first real look straight into the eyes of the beast whenever she saw all the people getting blown up. She saw her captain die right in front of her eyes. She had to give him CPR to re re rehabilitate him. Like, she was staring right down the belly of the beast. But I, I like how you said you were reading about this book a little bit. So what would your favorite scene actually be? So um, what did you think about the scene where she's on the ship thinking that all she has to get to is the other side and the bombs blow it up? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the where the mortar blow blows her up and she thinks he's home free to yeah. Syria or Serbia. And what do you think about that? Describe that a little bit, and I'll see if I uh, agree with you on that. I feel like it would it would probably stick to me. That would definitely be a top three scene, just because, like, it was she was almost there. She was almost to freedom. She was almost living, and she had her one little friend with her, and just one thing goes wrong, and she's in the ice-cold waters of the Volga River, and she doesn't know what to do. She's freezing to death in the cold Russian winter. Like, I feel like that scene would definitely stick with me. What'd you think of the part where they were looking, all they want is some way to save themselves and they come upon that manhole. What did you think of that part? I thought that was- um, they open that thing up and what is, what, uh, just so yucky, but can you imagine? I mean, it's what you got, you gotta do what you gotta do at that point, I mean. If it was a life or death situation for me, I would probably go down that manhole and start walking. Yeah, she's in the gutter of the sewer, like the bowels of the sewer pipes. I say my second top scene would definitely have to be her eating with the Germans as like one of the main Russian snipers, just because like she would she was in there, she was with the enemy, she was behind enemy lines and. It was even crazier whenever her old friend that she used to fight with came and saved her from the back of the kitchen. Yeah, he ended up, that was another favorite of mine where he ended up being the chef and he's cooking food for all of them and she's eating and they kind of see each other. Yeah. And uh, both surprise each other. I think that they're both there. Perfect timing as well because the Germans were about to bust her. Yeah, and he saved, he kind of, yeah. Save, I guess he, you would say he saves her. He kind of helps her along with her friend that's left with her. Okay, so I do have a third really, really intriguing scene to me. It's that when she finds out about her brother, do you want to describe that a little bit? Oh, yeah, whenever she... So this was actually right after the German scene where she was Soft stuck. And, yeah. yeah. And then she heard about someone getting hanged for being a narc that day. And, um, I mean, 
it would be so hard that she would have to go see who was getting hung by the by the Germans and she went to go see and it was your brother like that would be crazy to think about your own sibling yeah. getting hung right she heard a few things about the children that were going to be hung in the uh, yeah the shoemakers they were shoemakers yeah. and she thought it sounded a lot like some things that her brother would do yeah and then what happened to her she got sad yeah and angry she was shocked and what angry Say that she yeah. got angry that made her want to fight red more. almost and I think that might be why the front cover looks so red, because it makes you mad when you think about it. What do you think about that? Um, another question I had, when you were going through this book, did you feel like you raced to the end? Or did you read it slowly? Or did you just take your time? Tell me a little bit about your reading pace with this book and how you felt as you were going through it? Well, I read it a few chapters at a time. I mostly would stop, like, like once the action would stop, I would probably stop on that same chapter. And then later I would come back when I was feeling intrigued to know some more, and I would start reading from the point they left off to the next point of action that I would stop. Then I would come back and just read another point of action and just stop until I finally made it to the end. So I would say I read it more like, like half turtle speed. Like slow, I was, slowly. yeah, I was going pretty slow. I wasn't like, all right, let's read all these chapters in two hours and let's finish it up. I was, I, I read it over about a week, a week and a half, maybe. So when you came back to it, to the part you left off on, how did you feel? Were you able to just catch right back on? Yeah, it, w it was easy to catch on because, like I said, I would leave off right where the action ended. So we would be in a completely different scene at that point. Um, and so it would be easy to go off of, like, like if I ended on the scene where they were in the middle of a big battle, I might not remember the small details that he, he put in there just so you would be able to create the imagery in your mind. So did you reread any of the passages? If so, which ones? Or were you able to just retain that information and move on? No, I definitely reread some scenes that were in the book. Um, it was mostly my favorite or the scene that stuck with me the most. It was the one where they were at the Volga River getting all blown up. I had to reread this one so much because I was like, I was trying to see every single little detail that he put in there and I was trying to like absorb everything he was trying to say at once. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about reading this book, reading uh, the James Rodin books with, if you had a chance to read another book about Nazi Germany or even another book about uh, written by James Rorden, what, what would you pick? Would you pick other books by him or other books with this topic? Uh, I think I would choose a different war, just like somewhere that somewhere else in the world that World War II was also impacting or like a different war all in general, just because like I feel like this book had so many small little details in it about Russia. Like 
I don't know if I would have to read another book about Russia unless it gave me a different viewpoint of someone in a different part of Russia since Russia is so big that you could choose like a small little country to the side and their their little country point of view and their little village might be completely different than big Stalingrad's point of view. So it also actually kind of opened your mind to thinking about Russia plus other wars. Um, what else did it open your mind to be thinking about? Anything else? Mm, I don't really know. I just think maybe if it was from like a German's point of view of like invading Russia, like how they felt the whole time, because I'm, I, I think we learned about how the Germans actually didn't want to go too far into Russia because they were scared of the winter, but the generals just wouldn't let them stop and they had to keep going and that they didn't have to keep they didn't keep going, they would be considered a traitor at that point. Just So now that we're talking, get really delving into the book The Sniper, did reading the book impact your mood? Like when you started in and you could, you know, did it help your mood? Did it deter your mood? Let me know a little bit about how you felt as you were reading it. I felt like it definitely had like a few call to arms in it. Like it wanted you to stand up with the girl as well as read the book. It also had a bunch of sympathetic parts about it where the girl couldn't save the people she wanted to save most. And where her brother died, that's also a very sympathetic part. Or where she had to leave her comrade in the sewer tunnel because he had too bad of asthma. I feel like those are all very sympathetic parts. And, like, they affect my mood of, like, changing it to sadness. Like, you never want to leave behind someone that you care about. So, like, it's a hard decision. Yeah. Was there any time where you felt really happy about the book, or was it all kind of making you... It was all kind of a melancholy tone all along, especially nearing the end where she accidentally shot her sniper and got her whole team killed. That's very sad part of the book. Um, so um, did that opinion that you have on how it made you feel, did it change as you read the book or did you feel like it kind of stayed consistent the whole time? I feel like my opinion during the book kind of stayed the same all throughout the book just because really it was all off of the same theme that they were beginning with. So like it was no big major changes like, oh wow, this actually happened. Oh my gosh, and there it was such a s small amount of characters in the book as well. Like, there were no big major changes. Like, one main character couldn't die, and you could switch off to the second character. So, my opinion on the book didn't really change because she was alive the whole time, and she was just running through the belly of the beast of war. So, another question I was thinking... Um had you ever noticed this book before? Is it overrated when you read the back of it or looked into it or underrated? Like, do you think um, it showed, it should have showed more on the cover and the blurb on the back talking about it? Or what do you think about that? You know, I've never seen this book before. I gotta be honest, I've never seen this book before. I kind of just pulled it out of the library. Um, so maybe it's, I, I would say it was pretty underrated just because it doesn't have one of those gold stars on it or one of those youth books appreciation stickers or whatever they get. So I feel like it would be underrated, but 
most of the things I read about it, people really liked the book altogether. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Would you um, would you suggest this is a good read for someone your age? Yeah, I say it would be a very good read, especially for like lower level readers. Sure, they might not be able to finish it in the week or few days that they could they were reading it, but they could definitely finish it faster than they could probably finish a Harry Potter book or a big divergent book or something like that where the lines are so small and it has like 700 pages. So I say it's pretty underrated. I say that anybody who doesn't have a reading skill where they where they can improve it, this would be a great book to start with because it, it does have 200 pages, so it is sort of a long read, but it isn't like... It moves quickly. It moves quickly. It keeps, quickly, it keeps in interest. So how did this book, The Sniper, impact you, and how will you remember it in a few months? So after all of this is said and done, our podcasts are over, you're thinking back to it, what are you going to remember about this story? I'm going to definitely remember all the different fight scenes that happened. I'm going to remember the Volga River because... I probably will need to know that at some point in my life that it's the one the longest river in Europe. So I feel like I'll remember parts of the book pretty well. Just like I remember reading the things they carried pretty well just because it was such a sad book at the very end and that half of his team died and the things they carried it was a bad bad ending. And it just made me sad, so I probably would remember that because it was like shell shock to me. So not really a bad ending, yeah, but like, like you're a saying, sad. a shocking, yeah. sad, um, memorable ending. Yeah, it wasn't like a it's not like a, Yeah. So um, I asked you this a little bit earlier, but I'm thinking about it again and seeing if you can really elaborate on this for me. Did this book make you want to explore the subject matter, like the Nazi Germany things, more? Or did you want to just focus on your next read on the different types of war or different areas where wars took place? I feel like learning about the Nazi Germany and World War II would be, would be cool, but I feel like it's so overtaught in school. We they teach it so much to you that like they don't really teach too much about the Gulf War or any of those different small wars that were like between two nations or like small wars that happen in between smaller nations. We really just focus on the main big ones. So I feel like the main big ones are really overtaught in school and like it would be better just to read about a like imagine this sniper book took place in like Israel or something where they're fighting over the goal for the West Bank where they try to fight over it for Jerusalem. Yeah, wouldn't that be interesting to go at a kid's point of view or a teen point of view for a different war like that? Yeah, just a small war that isn't so taught about in school. I mean, they don't really teach about the pinpoint Russian point of view. So I guess that's probably why this book got so interesting. But I mean, if this book was about American snipers going over to Russia and having to go help and save the Russians. I feel like it wouldn't have been as good of a book because it's so overtaught in school. 
So what were your impressions of the author's style? And I know you told me it was been an easy read. It's been a good read. You get through it where you can put it down and come back to it. Is there anything else that um, you liked about the author's style? I just liked his attention to detail, really. Yeah. I think that it's, I agree with you on that, but all of, so in summary for today, of all of the information in this book that you shared today, what has stayed with you the most? The small little details of each little war or, and every single thing that Tiana did throughout the war, it was so fine detailed that it was just crazy to think about a little girl going through all of that. Like it even talked about how her friend stepped on a landmine and she couldn't even see her legs anymore. Like that's such a small detail that he added that just really added to the effect of war and how her her friend, as soon as they got off the ship, he got he got shot by a straight bullet that wasn't even meant for him. And he was, he was stuck there and she, and like they, they could have left it at that, but no, she found a note in his pocket about his wife and kids so like it's just crazy to think about all the small little details he added in there and it's almost like things build on the other like she begins a new battle and then there's a twist in there and it helps her out or something like that what do you think about that type? yeah i feel like there's definitely a few twists like like when she was in that building sniping she really thought nothing of it she thought she was going to save her team by hitting one of the German tanks and really she just hurt 15 other people in her thing and hurt her little friend that she likes um, ripped off his legs under the building so it seems like there's lots of little details like you said your favorite parts with the little details and they stayed with you the most throughout the story I think that's awesome and I love this interview today I think we've gotten a lot of information about the sniper Yep, it has been a fun interview number three, and we shall continue next time. It will be a great time next time. All right, Gavin the Book God, book show. Thanks for having me. All right.